Welcome to Your Life, Your Way, Aging Today with Holden South Center. Your Life, Your Way is a radio show that airs Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. right here on AM 880 KIXI. There's a podcast version, and it's heard on most all major platforms. So if you or someone in your circle of family and friends is planning for a modern, secure, and lifestyle-driven retirement, please pass along the information about this program, whether it be the show or the podcast. In studio today, we're really happy to have, of course, your host, Shane Fowler. He's Executive Director of Holden South Center, and together we'll be chatting with Suzanne Stapley. She's an RN and Nurse Delegator. We're going to learn about what that means, Nurse Delegator, right after this. Visit Holden South Center today, an all-inclusive premier assisted living and memory care community. Located at 112 Andover East and South Center, just blocks away from the mall. Come see our spacious studios along with our one and two bedrooms. Enjoy luxury resort-style living. Amenities include a theater, club room, full-service salon, rooftop courtyard with views of Mount Rainier, 24-hour on-care staff, and a five-star dining experience. Visit HoldenSouthCenter.com. Your life, your way, our commitment. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Way, Aging Today with Holden South Center. Again, this program airs Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. right here on AM 880 KIXI. It's also sent to podcast, so you get to listen to it at your convenience on the device you like. Welcome back to the show. And, of course, welcome to the studio, Shane and Suzanne. How are you two doing today? Well, thank you. Yeah, great. and Always nice to see you. And uh, thank you for coming on the show, Suzanne. Most welcome. So let's uh, jump right into it, get to know you a little bit. You are a registered nurse. Tell us how you got to, to be a registered nurse and then um, now a nurse delegator. It started when I was about eight in England on St. George's Day. We all dressed up of whatever we thought we wanted to be when we grew up. And I was always dressed up as a nurse. Okay. Uh- Why? I have no clue. I'd never been to a hospital. I didn't know anything about nursing or what it was, really. Um, and so that was the very, the very beginning, the kernel of yeah. why I wanted to become a nurse. I didn't actually become a registered nurse until 1984. Okay. So I've been a registered nurse for how many years? 30 something years. Long time. Yes, a yeah. long time. Um, <laughs> you qualify. <laughs> prior to that, I was an LPN, a licensed practical nurse. And, okay. um, then historically I was a medic in the Air Force. Wow. In the okay. 1960s. So okay. that, that's, that's kind of a timeline of. How I ended up being a registered nurse. Okay, and so most folks know what a registered nurse is. It's you know uh, you are the, the top of the line as far as uh, nurse goes. Um, LPN is underneath that, mm-hmm. and so the nurse delegator piece. I want to talk about that. So you are a consultant, and you go around to uh, many senior housing uh, communities like assisted living, independent, memory care, and you also do in-home care. Is that correct? Uh, yes, adult family homes and also persons who are in their individual private homes. Okay. Yes. And so the nurse delegator piece, tell us about that because I don't think everyone knows what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, nurse delegation came into play probably the ni- early 1993, 94, something like that. Okay. Um, because there was perceived to be a need for individuals who are living in retirement communities who are living in assisted living, especially the developmental disabilities community, uh-huh. where there was um, a seen a need for 
how to keep that person in their own residence, mm. which is, of course, where they would prefer to be. Right. And um, so nurse delegation came into play to sort of be a stopgap mm-hmm. between caregivers and someone having to be in, say, for example, Fircrest okay. or in a nursing home. So that was the, the reason that nurse delegation came into play. Okay. And um, it has evolved a lot since then. It's grown, it's expanded, um, and has been very, very successful. Yes, and helping and, people. And I know what you mean by expanded. You now can do, you can delegate. So delegation, I'll just elaborate a little more. Mm-hmm. You are delegating someone like a certified nursing assistant mm-hmm. or a home care aide. Those are the two that um, can be caregivers in Washington State. And what Suzanne can do is delegate them to give medication uh, to folks that may not uh, may have cognitive impairments or may not understand all the medications that they're taking. And she delegates the ability to do that to them, which is pretty great. And and also to family members, I'm sure you you do some of that when you work uh, in in the home setting. No, you don't. She's shaking her head. No, she doesn't. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but you could. Um, but mainly to certified nursing assistants and yeah. medication techs um, yes. and communities. Yes, yes. Um, and then here in Washington State, you can now delegate for many years now, but uh, uh, insulin. Um, mm-hmm. So she can delegate a certified nursing assistant to give insulin to someone that's ne- that needs it, even on a sliding scale, meaning they do their blood sugar that day and say, oh, I need this much insulin. Suzanne can do that, which is pretty incredible. The requirements are not as easy or as simple as they might be perceived. Uh-huh. Um, a nursing assistant either has to be nurse, nursing assistant certified, nursing assistant registered, mm-hmm. or home care aide certified. Right. And in an assisted living environment, the majority of assisted livings are certified only. Nursing assistant registered is someone who registers with the state, gets their registration, and boom. In order to be delegated, they have to have 75 hours of basic training. Okay. Um, that's an NAR. Uh-huh. Uh, a nursing assistant or home care aide certified mm-hmm. um, also has extensive training. There's so many different courses that they have to take. Um, dementia, course on dementia, mental illness, um, medications, pharmaceutical, pharmacology, it's it's amazing how much it is basically an LPN level right. of education without having the nursing degree. Um, so the only people that I can delegate are those who have the credentials that mm-hmm. are required for doing this. And so one of my first things to do mm-hmm. is if I am asked to come in and delegate an mm-hmm. individual, I have to make absolutely certain that they do have the teaching, the training, the background, mm-hmm. the certification in order to do this. Right. So as a nurse delegator, what I do is I assess a client, no matter where they live, mm-hmm. um, that I'm referred to either by the state or by an assisted living community, an adult family home, uh, a power of attorney, whomever. Um, and I assess what those clients' needs mm. are. And based on that, I determine what tasks they're going to need. There are certain tasks that can be provided mm-hmm. in under this um, in under nurse delegation. There are others that cannot. So what I do is I go in and I evaluate the client, assess the client, determine what they need, 
And then I ascertain that any caregivers that I'm being requested to delegate to, mm. I make sure that they have the proper credentials. Um, so the term delegation, of course, means I know how to do something. I teach you how to do something. And then you, in turn, do that something, whatever <laughs> that something might be. Gotcha. Yeah. When it comes to nurse delegation, um, there are an, a huge number of tasks that I can delegate to qualified individuals that historically, before delegation, could not be delegated. One of those is, mm. as, as Shane was mentioning, is uh, uh, diabetic care, including blood glucose testing, including insulin administration. Mm-hmm. So on. Some of the tasks, other tasks that I that I that I delegate would be simple wound care. Um, if someone has a pressure wound, they've been lying in their bed too long or sitting on their wheelchair. I delegate pressure pressure wound pressure care. Um, administration of medications. If someone is not able to get that medication from the uh, bubble pack or whatever it is into their own mouth. That requires delegation. If they are not, if they are able to do that, and they're able to tell their their caregiver, you know, I need my morning pills, and um, the, they are able to put them into their own mouth, even if they're mixed, crushed up, and mixed with medications, that um, is doesn't require delegation. That's called assistance. So there's a really fine line between what is delegated, what is simply assistance. So that's. Basically, what I do is to start is the assessment, the delegation, and then I um, supervise on a routine basis. It's actually only 90 days, which some people are a bit shocked at. That doesn't seem like it's very frequent. But for the majority of people that I delegate, the caregivers are very competent, and I have to make sure that they are competent to doing what they're doing. And then I go in and I supervise, evaluate, and update every 90 days to make sure that Everybody is on top of things. It seems to me so. that this is almost like a 30,000-foot <laughs> look at the person. So you're, you're a bit, you know, taken, taken up there, and you're able to see the field for what needs to happen for mm-hmm. the betterment of this person's mm-hmm. health. <laughs> and then you can delegate it out to those mm-hmm. people that can make exactly. it happen. Exactly, exactly. What a wonderful yeah. asset to <laughs> hold in South Center. Yeah, and Suzanne works with our team, especially in our, our memory care, because yeah. actually all of our residents need nurse delegation. So so all of our uh, team members have to be delegated. Every time there's a new resident, um, they have to be trained on that specific medication uh, for the new resident. So she comes in all the time. And this really helps um, be able to manage um, our program. And she is fantastic and um, really on top of it. Now, um, there are different levels of this, right? And uh, it's her license is on, on the line. So as a RN, uh, she's she has to make sure that everyone's competent and trained, and that um, she follows up because if anything were to happen, um, she is the one that has trained them. And that's where experience yes. really comes yeah. into play here. The yes. breadth of your experience is amazing in your career, and that's who you want to delegate. I would imagine. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's learn more about what you do and how it benefits uh, people like the people at Holden South Center and mm-hmm. improves their lives while they're there. How about that after this break coming up? we'll get into it. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Your Life, Your Way, Aging Today with Holden South Center. This program airs Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. And it's really a great chance for you to listen to wonderful guests 
that Shane has come in about all things, not just aging, but just in betterment of your health, your life, and as you plan towards things like living in a community such as Holden South Center to be prepared. We're going to learn more about uh, what it means to be a nurse delegator with Suzanne right after this message. Visit Holden South Center today, an all-inclusive premier assisted living and memory care community. Located at 112 Andover East and South Center, just blocks away from the mall. Come see our spacious studios along with our one and two bedrooms. Enjoy luxury resort-style living. Amenities include a theater, club room, full-service salon, rooftop courtyard with views of Mount Rainier, 24-hour on-care staff, and a five-star dining experience. Visit HoldenSouthCenter.com. Your life, your way, our commitment. Welcome back to Your Life, Your Way, Aging Today with Holden South Center. I want to mention the podcast because those numbers are increasing each and every week. A lot of people who are even out of this market, Shane, love to listen to the podcast because maybe they have a loved one here and they want to advise them, hey, you should look into Holden South Center. I really recommend people listen to the podcast wherever you go, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast normally. You can even go to the Kixie website and pick up the podcast there as well. You also, Shane, will allow people to call in. This is an interesting thing and talk to, I don't know, a person. Yeah, what, what we a, have a novel concept. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, live people, and in, in our policy is that we answer the phone in three rings. So, you oh, get, I like that. In three rings, you get a live person, <laughs> which is even better, right? So, and <laughs> our number is 206 420 3967. And, of course, check out HoldenSouthCenter.com. Wonderful website. You can kind of get the visual of what the community looks like and all the offerings you have there. Let me give that number again, 206-420-3967. Let's get back into the conversation. More important things here to talk about. And that's with Suzanne Stapley. She's RN and nurse delegator, and she works with lots of places. But most importantly to today's conversation, Holden South Center. Yes, all right, so Suzanne, we want to talk a little bit more about your uh, experience with uh, the residents and the family members, and our, our show is really to shine light on what's going on in, now in today's world um, and aging today, which you've been doing this a long time, so you've seen probably different trends that have happened, right? So in 2023, what are you seeing most of as far as medical conditions? Chronic kidney disease. Okay. Of course, Alzheimer's and other dementias. People are younger than I'm running across. They're, they're, they're younger with a laundry list of diagnoses. Okay. It's amazing. And also a laundry list of medications, which each interact with each other, and it's, it's really So it's question about the diagnoses. Do you think that it's because we're able to test for more conditions than previously? Or do you think it's because, um, you know, we're, we're just getting more conditions younger? I think it's a combination. Okay. Um, I think that physicians are much more holistically approaching each individual. Okay. And with the increase in testing ability, right. diagnostic tests such as MRIs and CAT scans and so on and at advanced labs mm-hmm. they're they're able to identify conditions a lot 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 more than in in his in history okay and the 
Alzheimer's is addressed very differently now than it was in, the, say, the 1980s. Okay. Um, and I am absolutely in favor of memory care units, 100 percent, mm-hmm. um, because it's such a relief for the family, and it provides a very, very protective environment, and yet, and yet, still an open, free environment, especially at Holden. Absolutely. For yeah. the residents. My cousin in England is 95. Mm. His wife has Alzheimer's, has for about five years, and he is her sole provider in their private home. Mm-hmm. It's not the way to do it. Right. It's because he's, he's failing, as you can imagine. So this is absolutely wonderful what's happening today. Mm-hmm. And yes, Holden is one of my favorites. I'm not supposed to have a favorite, <laughs> but it is the most exquisitely beautiful place it's very modern, but it still has a very, um, I like cozy. I'm English. I like mm-hmm. things that are cozy, fireplaces and kittens on the lap, yes. a cup of tea, a biscuit. Um, and that's how Holden, to me, is, impresses me, is that it provides that kind of, of mm. environment for people. Yeah. And if someone is in assisted living, mm-hmm. um, where they're oh, maybe getting someone standing by for their shower um, or um, maybe they actually do need insulin ad- administration, there's still that complete sense of freedom, but also knowing that the support is there. Mm. And I, I think it's, it's critical. The other thing that I really, really like about assisted living is the activities that are, are offered to people. They are phenomenal. The group was going to the mountains today or something. In, in uh, the the, the Deception Pass, <laughs> I believe, but oh, that just as beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, activities are important for Incredibly. stimulation. Uh, yes. So as you were speaking, I was I was thinking there are more cases of dementia, Alzheimer's now. However, we also have communities that are there's more communities too. So isn't that yes. interesting? So yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's an interesting thought. So why do you think that we are experiencing uh, dementia and Alzheimer diagnoses earlier? Do you think it's things that we eat do you think that i think i think a lot of it though is testing early because we would before when we didn't have testing we would kind of just you know eventually you would start to see symptoms and then maybe that person would pass away and they really wouldn't know what the reasoning was right right right. and now we we can identify it more clear right and i think that might be a part of the problem but I also question why we are getting dementia younger. And do you think? Do you have any idea? I honestly don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe it's the identification. It's <clears throat> our knowledge of this disease mm-hmm. has expanded so much now, and just the general public mm-hmm. is is aware of of Alzheimer's, and so we not a medical professional necessarily, but the public is able to recognize, even in themselves, mm. like, well, I, my memory is not quite what it used to be, which is, of course, at you know, my age, that's typical. Right. But being able to identify that and seek help. Yeah, you make a, a good point. I have a, a resident who's uh, 78, right, and talks about his dementia diagnosis really freely. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I always commend him for that. Um, and, he, and and that is different, too, that I'm experiencing. Even in my yes. years uh, of working in uh, senior housing, 
that was not something that someone would talk about very freely. And so I think it's great um, because it allows for him to get the assistance that he needs. And, you know. Yes. And there are medications out there, such as Aricept, Memanti, that can not necessarily nip it in the bud, but at least slow the progress so Mm -hmm. that someone can be more highly functional longer over a longer period of time, which is absolutely wonderful. So, but but why we're seeing it early? I think it's simply because we're recognizing. Mm. And that makes a, a that makes a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah. Uh, you you brought up kidney disease, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm not as familiar as uh, kidney disease as I am with dementia or Alzheimer's. Can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what that means and what it looks like as far as symptoms and what uh, the resident would experience? Mm-hmm. Sure, chronic kidney disease often is caused by um, unmanaged diabetes. Okay. That's one of the reasons. But the hypertension seems to be a real issue for people. And so un, un, uncontrolled hypertension okay. um, causes d- damage to, to the kidneys themselves. And the kidney function decreases to the point where they end up having to have dialysis mm. for three times a week, which I'm not terribly familiar with dialysis. I've never been a dialysis nurse, but I know it's the cleansing of the blood through the dialysis machines. And chronic kidney disease, if it is not treated, the person simply, they do get mentation changes, of course. There is no discomfort at all with it, but they just simply just deteriorate. Their their general condition deteriorates. And um, my roommate's dad had it, and he refused refused dialysis. Mm. And he just kind of gently, slowly faded away into hospice and, Hmm. He was fine. I know it's kind okay. of strange, but you're seeing a lot of a lot of that. Um, there is a great deal. That's why you see um, dialysis centers popping up I everywhere. Do, you you are correct. I do see that a lot. And so it sounds like to be a little more proactive and aware, you want to make sure that you don't have hypertension. Yes. Um, and is there anything that we should be eating that is healthy for our kidneys that you're aware of? Um, not eating, but drinking. Okay. Fluids, especially water. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dehydration in the elderly is very, very common mm-hmm. because they drink and therefore they have to go to the loo and they don't want to have to do that. So they don't drink very much. And so that really causes issues with the kidneys. So far as um, just foods that are high in water content. Okay. Um, Celery? Such- <laughs> that's too salty. No, too salty. That's salt. Oh. That's too salty. Hmm. I had um, no idea. I eat celery all the time. <laughs> I'm getting too much salt. Yeah, I did not know that either. <laughs> yes, yes. That's why you it. are on here telling us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So kidneys like uh, water, um, yeah, water and things. Watermelon, mm. uh, strawberries, um, anything that's high high water content. Okay. Food stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's great to know. Okay. It seems to me you deal with a couple of things here. It's diagnosis, treatment of current ailments, but it's also important to have a healthy regimen too, right? To Absolutely. sort of sort of build that in. Talk about the work you do there. I do a lot of teaching, especially with clients with diabetes. Uh, one of my roles is I'm a community trainer, and if a caregiver is going to be providing care to a diabetic individual, such as their blood glucose testing or their insulin, that caregiver has to take a a, a three-hour, very extensive course. It's a 174-page manual Mm -hmm. on diabetes 
and what it is, why it happens, what the ramifications are, and what to do about it. And so my role is to teach and train that caregiver so that they can provide assistance and support to that individual. Um, I focus a lot on fluids, not coffee, not tea, not anything caffeinated. But with my with my clients, I focus on uh, fluids, and just I'm not a nutritionist, but mm-hmm. I know healthy fruits, vegetables, especially green leafy vegetables, because gut health is really really important, and constipation is an issue with sure. with elderly people. Sure. Um, and um, I don't monitor their their intake. I don't go into their cupboards and see what they have available. But I do, I do see what their their what their turgor, skin turgor is like. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's tempting like that, okay. um, I check their skin turgor. Um, I don't necessarily check their weight, but I do look at their muscle mass. And if I see an issue, then I refer them to either their POA or themselves to check with their doctor and go from there. There's definitely so. so much to think about, Shane and Suzanne, when it comes to your own health, and it, particularly as you get older. You, you might not notice these things about yourself or habits that you're in. I think that's why it's so important to be with someone like a Holden South Center or certainly work with someone such as yourself and the, and the great folks that work, in a sense, not under you, but but with you mm-hmm. to, to make sure that uh, health is correct. Unfortunately, we're out of time here on today's program, Shane. I know. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne, for uh, coming on the show. You did a great job. Most welcome. <laughs> Wonderful information. Wonderful <laughs> information. You. And thank you, Shane, for bringing her, uh, welcoming her into the, the show today. You're welcome. We'll be back with another edition of Your Life, Your Way next week right here on Kixie AM 880, right here at 1030 AM on Sundays. Aging Today with Holden South Center. Please tell your friends and family, if you're looking for that wonderful lifestyle that Holden offers, definitely check out this program or, or their website, HoldenSouthCenter.com, or simply dial 206 206- Four two zero three nine six seven. If they don't answer in three rings, you tell Shane. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another show. Holden South Center today, an all-inclusive premier assisted living and memory care community. Located at 112 Andover East and South Center, just blocks away from the mall. Come see our spacious studios along with our one and two bedrooms. Enjoy luxury resort style living. Amenities include a theater, club room, full service salon, rooftop courtyard with views of Mount Rainier, 24-hour on-care staff, and a five-star dining experience. Visit HoldenSouthCenter.com. Your life, your way, our commitment.